You're listening to TOSE, The Other Side Enterprise, where we are committed to bringing you to the other side, taking you from dreams to possibilities and on to reality. Listen in on talks for business and life coaching starting right now with your host, Tiffany Rufino. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Other Side Enterprise. I'm Tiffany Rufino. I'm here with my power forward, Jeff Rufino. Say hi, Jeff. Hello, everybody. And we also have a special guest, Luna, who has her own podcast that you should check out called Catalyst of the Mind with her husband, Ryan. But Luna is also a part of the Other Side Enterprise. So, Luna, say hi to everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) And we are here today. Today's episode is going to be about relating life to sports. And specifically, the sport that we're going to use is basketball, which I think in this room collectively, I probably have more knowledge than the both of you put together. Is that correct? That's fair. That's fair. Would you agree? Oh, yes. I I conveyed that I have to be drunk to know anything about (laughs) basketball. So um, we're not going to get her drunk, but here's what we're going to do instead. So the idea is that, you know, life is a sport and you need a coach. And needing a coach is not saying that you're not capable of being able to go through life without somebody standing by your side. However, it's saying that having somebody support you by your side, whether it's a coach or a mentor or both, just enhances your capabilities. So the first quote that we're going to start with from Bill Russell is, the idea is not to block every shot. The idea is to make your opponent believe that you might block every shot. So let's go with that for a minute. So I just want to hear like some thoughts of what comes to mind when you think about that? Psychological warfare. Psychological warfare. Okay, so <laughs> let's dig a little deeper. What do you mean by that? Heavy, heavy. Well, you know, you when somebody's in front of you, if they think that you're going to um, that you're going to do something to them, they they alter their course. So you can kind of fake somebody out and make them go do something that you, that they may not want to do. Mm, okay, interesting, Luna. I'll agree with that definition. I concur. You concur. I concur. <laughs> I feel like we need a gavel somewhere. <laughs> I'll hold it. Um, <laughs> I will make sure I'm far away from you. Um, okay. <laughs> so the, what comes to mind for me as an individual and, and not thinking of a team sport is that the first piece of this is the idea is not to block every shot. Um, I think the idea is what they mean by that as far as associating it with life is that, yes, you want to anticipate what may come up that may block your way. However, that doesn't mean that you're going to look forward to every negative thing that's coming your way, right? The idea is knowing that in your mind, you're able to believe that you can block every shot if it comes your way. So when you think of basketball and you think about the two teams, you have five players on each team that are on the court and they are taking this basketball and trying to shoot it into the opponent's hoop. Okay, that that's the purpose. And the team that's playing defense is trying to block the ball from going in the hoop. But that doesn't always mean that they have to keep jumping up to push the basketball down. It just might mean I might steal the ball from you. I might make sure that the time runs out so you have to give the ball up. But um, either way, you're not going to make the ball go in the hoop because I'm going to do everything I can to stop you. So I think it's the goal isn't always to block the ball from going in. It's how do you become adaptable to the things that are thrown at you or the challenges that you're having? So when I put it that way, what comes to mind for you as far as like life coaching and why or how a coach would help you through obstacles like that? I would say you have to think ahead. So um, you you want to know 
you want to think of what could possibly come up and what you can do to not react but prepare maybe for for what's around the corner. Yeah, I think preparing helps you build confidence. And that goes back to the five star points that we talked about last episode, right? In mapping out what your plan is after you think about how do I feel about where I'm at now and where I want to go? What's my course of action? You know, how do I get from point A to point B to point C, point D and all the way through? And then the first step that I have to take, what what does that action look like? So what do you think about preparing for obstacles or how that would go ahead and apply to how a coach can prepare you for obstacles, Luna? Well, I think it's important for a coach to help whoever they're coaching realize that um, kind of to piggyback off what Jeff said, um, sometimes we can be our own opponent and there's a Mm. difference between preparation and obsession And I think um, sometimes due to insecurities, we can cross that threshold where uh, preparation becomes obsession. And um, it's one thing to have to know, okay, this might happen and this might happen, this might happen. And to know how, you know, have it in your mind so that when you have to react impulsively, you, you do the correct thing. You know, you study that, tuck it away, put it away. But it's really important to leave it there and just go with the flow, you know, if, and that's kind of the way you can fake yourself out because you can manifest the problem if you obsess, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Over. Yeah. Compulsively. Yeah. Continuously. Mm -hmm. So I think just knowing that, um, you know, preparation is not the same as you can hinder yourself. You can you can go gridlock yourself mm-hmm. if you get too dwelly on it. You know, I've seen that happen, and I think that's kind of a a, a balancing aspect that coaches should make sure to, that their clients, you know, can are capable of um, producing for themselves. Yeah, I think that's a really great call because when I reread it, and the idea is not to block every shot, that's where it becomes an obsession, right? Mm-hmm. In that you focus on that and you miss out on other opportunities because you keep thinking, that's my only goal, that's my right. only goal. So it's having like a high level view of basically your life and your life plan and then focusing on the steps that are going to get you towards the goal as opposed to just keeping the end goal in mind. So I think detail oriented yeah. when that comes up. And in case you guys haven't noticed in the way that Luna speaks, Luna is majoring in psychology. Um, I'll let you speak to specifically what you're working on as far as your degree, because I don't want to screw it up. So I'll, I'll give you the, the spotlight there. So um, my bachelor's is in forensic psychology, um, geared towards going into research for criminal psychology, uh, victim victimology, the pathology that happens to victims, and devious thought. However, um, it's bleeding into law as well. And so um, with research, it's studying, you know, what makes people commit errors and what makes people hold on to pain and also um, lie detection, <coughs> um, persuasion, and negotiation type stuff. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So um, graduation date, do we have one yet? January 2021. Yes, Could girl. be a little quicker. Okay. Um, I got invited to the Psychi Honor Society recently. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, so hopefully 
if I keep, you know, my grades up, um, I can get fast-tracked a little more. When you keep your grades up, because you haven't dropped yeah, your grades. You're sure. rocking it out. <laughs> it gets She's stressful. She's humble. She has some humble pie today. <laughs> it gets stressful, uh, you know. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, this is why she is part of the other side, right? Because she's been in the position of having a goal and knowing um, the struggles that it takes to get to that goal. But when you're purpose-driven and you have the mindset of achieving that goal, she can definitely support you in what that goal is and what that path looks like and the next steps and giving encouragement and confidence and mm-hmm. helping support you in the right mindset so um, that you believe in yourself, most importantly, because mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. And mm-hmm. that brings me to the next quote. Um, and honestly, I, I don't have who says it. Um, I found it on Pinterest, but it says, remember that guy that gave up? Neither does anyone else. <laughs> it's true it is true because Mm -hmm. everybody that that succeeds is who people look for for inspiration and sometimes that's the first step of having a life coach right is that like if you don't have it in your head that you can succeed a life coach is different than having a, a bestie I mean your life coach can be your bestie at some point but the life coach is there to support you towards that positive goal that you're going for. And sometimes the people, and we talked about this last episode, the people that you surround yourself with don't always have that last goal in mind without having the emotions involved. So sometimes the emotions can block their judgment of giving mm-hmm. you the best advice where the coach is there to talk you through the behaviors to get you towards right. your goal, right? So that's where the difference is between a coach and a mentor because the mentor will help you get into the mindset. Now, mm-hmm. a life coach can definitely be both. Um, that doesn't mean like, okay, now I got to go hire a coach and then I got to go hire a mentor and then I got to go hire a friend and then I got to right. go, you know, it, it, they could be all in one. It just depends on what you're striving to achieve. So if it's a matter of, you know, losing weight, then it's, okay, how will you, how do you feel now at the weight that you're at? What weight do you want to get to? Okay, let's come up with a plan to do that, right? So there's not so much the mindset that might be as you're doing the behaviors that you're getting positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about like Kevin Hart, where he has his Instagram with his trainer and his trainer and him are always like batting, butting heads, but it's mm-hmm. for fun. But I think about friends doing that, right? So like you might have a friend that teases you and things like that, but you might need somebody outside your circle where you don't feel judged in that sense. And I think like a life coach can provide that without that feeling of, you know, being judged every day. If you're seeing that person every day and they're looking at you like, are you really going to eat that right now? Where a life coach might be like, all right, so let's talk about this. Does that make sense? I like how you broke down the coach versus the mentor coach. Coaching really pushes people to action outside of their comfort zone. Whereas a mentor, which the root word of mentor is mentality. It's connected to mentality, so it's the way you think. So a mentor really just moves through the thought process and your thinking behaviors. Um, so, and I think off that note, um, the one of those behaviors, um, I'm probably more of a mentor than a coach, I think, because I definitely think along, I analyze people's thoughts. <laughs> you? Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> um, I just love the human mind, and it's that is my, like, absolute 100% obsession in my life is how people think. But I think one of those behaviors when it comes to giving up um, is that people are afraid of failure. And really, failure, you have to understand that failure, number one, is 
not giving up. It's it's going to completion with a result. It might not be the result you want, but it's still a gift to the rest of the world because it teaches other people what not to do or what to do better. Mm -hmm. And it teaches you as well, where did I go wrong? So that way, should you be strong enough to attempt again, you can correct your course. Well, I think that's the thing, right? So if you do find out that you're wrong in whatever path that you're going on... It's still a success. Yeah, because you came out you on the other end. You have information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So information, like you said, is a gift, and it also builds your confidence. So sometimes the behavior can build the mindset and give you that mentorship on your own. So there's like a, a equation that happens with Just those Just having behaviors. somebody, I think, to help you realize that... Number one, completing it is going to feel successful in itself, even if you fail. And having somebody help you not be afraid of failure, because out of failure comes knowledge and growth. Mm-hmm. You know. So if you can if you combine the two, mm-hmm. if you combine the two quotes, you have somebody who doesn't let you give up. But also, if you think about not blocking every shot, you're probably not going to. It's playing to your strengths, right? So if you're you're not going to be you're not going to block a lot of shots if you're five foot five, but you might get a lot of steals. You might stop the team from doing the, the, the opposing team from getting to the hoop right? another way. Mm-hmm. And so maybe you don't give up on trying to be a basketball player or trying to get to that goal, but you get redirected. Yeah. The path to changes a different way. Yeah. Maybe instead of a power forward, you become a, a point guard. Yeah, because right. sometimes we think our path may be this one way, and really, you're going to get there a whole different route, right. like what he's saying. Right, yeah, maybe, like... That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that's happened to all of us in all our stories, you know, which will <laughs> unveil themselves as we go through different <laughs> mm-hmm. podcasts, but, you know... Like, clearly, my path took me a completely different way, but there were things that I had to learn not only about myself, but mm-hmm. about life in general before I was able to receive the opportunities that I have now, because I think I would have been blinded to them. So, you know, in the heat of the moment, in the thick of it, you don't always see it as a gift. I think me too. And I I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I think Mm -hmm. that's why a life coach is there is to keep that positive mentality of, you know, don't let this be the thing that breaks you down. Don't let this be the thing that changes you. And so when I think about um, basketball, uh, you know, I could go to the Knicks who, blood, sweat, and tears from 92 <laughs> to about 96 for my life. Um, I, I can't speak to the Knicks now, but I know that a couple of our listeners are big Knicks fans and, and diehards there. But I think about Patrick Ewing, you know, being the center there, and he had Charles Oakley as his forward. And then they had, um, shoot, I'm really going to forget his name right now. They had Patrick Riley as their coach. So Patrick Riley, Pat Riley, would talk about the behaviors that needed to happen for them to win the game, right? And then you're supposed to have Patrick Ewing, who's the center of the team, who's the mentor and keeping them in the game and, you know, like hitting them on the back and letting them know, hey, you're doing okay, let's keep it moving, let's keep going. And you, if you're a Bulls fan, and I'm sorry for you, but yes, if you're a Bulls fan, that's the <laughs> equal piece of having Michael Jordan being a mentor to Scottie Pippen and even Dennis Rodman, because sometimes you have the ones that are outside the box, but as a mentor, you know, you're keeping them in the game and the purpose of the team, and that's what the other side mm-hmm. enterprise is like, mm-hmm. right? Because you have the five points, just like you have five players on the team, and the purpose is to always keep moving forward, mm-hmm. but everybody on the team is there to mentor each other and coach yeah. each other, 
right? Because you have two forwards on the team and then you got a couple of shooting guards and then you have one center and, you know, everybody is there for the common goal of let's get this over here. And that's what we're working to move with either businesses or with people. Let's get you from where you're at over here to the other side. And the other side is let's move away from management. Let's go into leadership. Let's talk about what that looks like for the people that you have on your team and what that's going to look like for the people cheering you on in the bleachers. Yeah. I think that's like the best analogy I could put it in for basketball. So knowing that, let me go to our next quote. And it is from... Kill the silence. Kill the silence. This one's from Larry Bird, who used to play on the Celtics. And I don't know that he played on any other I know who that is. I actually know who that is. Stop it. That's amazing. Okay. Is it because I mentioned it before? No. It's just because he's Larry Bird. Yes. Larry Bird. Yeah. The quote is, a winner is someone who recognizes his God-given talents, works his tail off to develop them into skills, and uses these skills to accomplish his goals. I only have one quirk, a neat tick with that quote. Okay, let's talk about it. Just the God-given part. Okay. I just have have qualms with that. Because sometimes they're developed. Mm -hmm. Through our own willpower. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I, I can definitely agree with you on that one. Yeah. Although I agree with you a lot on a lot of topics. <laughs> I know. We got called out for it online. They were like, why do you keep agreeing with her? And we're like, hold on. We don't agree on everything. Did you not hear? <laughs> she likes chocolate and peanut butter. I do not. I like, I clearly disowned, there's a line. <laughs> yeah. I disowned her over that. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense because that means she gets all that chocolate from me. <laughs> no, you could have all the chocolate and peanut butter. We will never fight over that. So, right. Okay. So that I could be. share in the goodness. Yeah. There's no goodness in there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, so there's a point so of contention in that, there. Read that quote one more time so we he get forgot. back to it. Okay. Oh, he's like, stop talking about that. Why, why are you calling me out? Because <laughs> you're a black Republican. Yeah. <laughs> a winner is someone who recognizes his God-given talents, works his tail off to develop them into skills, and uses these skills to accomplish his goals. So, como? Now, now, oh no, now you guys got me speaking Spanish. <laughs> what did you say? Refinement by fire. The other thing I think about is that when you have a life coach by your side, They're there to help you have accountability, not only in achieving your goal, but understanding what role you played in achieving your goal. Mm -hmm. So for here, you know, I I can go off of what you shared about recognizing his God-given talents. And do I believe that God has a part in the universe and people? Yeah, for sure I do. But if I was to use critical thinking in this and thinking about, Okay, every step that I took, it was something that I thought about working towards an end goal that I set with my life coach, right? I have to have accountability for what part I played in that success in order to keep repeating success. Because if I keep blaming it, and I don't mean blame in a negative way, my intention is always positive, right? And and just challenging thought processes. But if I blame it on other reasons, then I'm never going to own my successes or my failures. Right. Right. And if I can't own successes or failures, then as a person, I'm going to have a challenge evolving. You know, and sometimes your environment is what feeds or damages that ability to own your success and also own your failures. Um, Not to get, I don't know, I don't want to drag it off topic, but I just come from a background where um, 
like highly religious background where nothing is ever owned by you as a person, you know, if you, um, we, in the, actually I grew up in a cult, so, um, we weren't allowed to have like higher education. So most people have like janitorial type jobs or very, you know, just low end kind of jobs. And so if somebody ended up with like a really nice home or, or just something like that, they would say, Oh, look at what, such and such did. Yeah. The religion. God's that, name, yeah. you know, did for you. And, you know, that's what was said to us all the time. On the flip side, um, if you, you know, did something bad or sinful, it was, oh, you're being influenced by Satan, the devil. You know, and there was never this, like, realization of, like, hold on. Like, I... I am responsible, just me, me, myself, you know, I did, like, if I, I, like, my cousin's house, we built it from the ground up, we were poor, we had to literally, you know, do everything, and he, you know, 20 years later, it's this beautiful paradise that he has, and my dad comes up, and, oh, look at what blank gave you, you know, and my cousin's, like, after he got free of the church, Mm -hmm. he's like, no, I did that, I gave me this. I sweated this blood and tears. I focused on this job that I had with no education and I had to use my carpentry skills and I had to do, I did this for me. And so once you realize and you're free of that, then comes the flip side of realizing Satan's not making me do anything bad when I'm an asshole. Right. I'm choosing to be an asshole. asshole. Yeah. And um, so I think your environment, it, it does feed into those egos yeah and you know? environment so could being be in- being in a, my point was just being in a healthy a, a coach or a mentor would want to um encourage them to be in a healthy environment you know for sure and I, that's where i think the openness has to be there for the person who's getting coaching and understanding that the life coach isn't telling you what to do the life coach is saying if this is your goal here's where you need to yeah reflect and adjust Right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, some people you may need to reflect on and some people you may need to adjust. So going back to environment and relating it to sports, that's the same thing as, okay, we're the Knicks. We're traveling to Chicago to play at Chicago Mm -hmm. and the audience hates us. Like the fans are there cheering for Chicago and we're not in the best environment to thrive. We can even we could either feed off of that and we could say, hey, screw you. We're going to win the game or we might sink because we're like, shit, nobody here likes us. And, you know, like the energy here. All your confidence. Yes. mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they're waving the signs before you shoot the ball. You can't even focus on what your goal is and Mm -hmm. it could be a hot mess. So something you said actually struck a chord with me, Mm -hmm. uh, Luna. So. It's not just in a church that that happens, right? Oh, you're right. Um, so sometimes, and and I try to think about it when when people approach me and they say, "How you know? How did you get your job? Or how did you get to where you are?" Mm-hmm. And sometimes people downplay how you got to something, mm-hmm. and it's not that they're trying to bring you down per se. What they're trying to really do is kind of excuse themselves themselves yes. from trying to achieve what you're exactly getting. and you know i like bringing people with me I, I like bringing people up with me i like uh, i believe that iron sharpens iron so i want to mm-hmm. have iron around mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. to make me better mm-hmm. i make the people around me better mm-hmm. and when i see people that do that i always think what is it that you haven't achieved that you're scared to achieve right that you're, you're scared to get to 
Um, to bring it back to basketball, it's the same thing as you know thinking that some of the like some people uh, say the Knicks go to Chicago, mm-hmm. they're taking a foul shot. The fans are always waving their their little foam thingies, mm-hmm. the hands, the flags, the, the, whatever everything. it is, something to distract, <clears throat> so that if that foul shot is missed. They can say I did that, mm-hmm. when in reality it's just a missed foul shot. Right. You know that that basketball player that's shooting the ball is whoever's taking that shot. They don't even see the waving behind the basketball, the basket, because they they're thinking, I've taken this shot a million times. I didn't know people can, do that. They can. Mm-hmm. Prob- they do that. Oh, oh yeah, big time. They try to distract the players. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my yeah. god, that's yeah. so. Can you, imagine, evil, like, can you imagine being, well, think about it like this. Think about it being at work, right? You know, you have people that are doing great, people that just join, and all of a sudden they have successes. And then you have people, people at work talking. that start shit talking, that start waving their, like, you know, red their flags. Their finger, yeah. Yeah, they're pointing fingers mm-hmm. at you, right? And that's where you need... You know, I think about the coaches on the sidelines. So your leader might be on the sidelines saying, here's the standards, here's the expectation. I expect that you win and I expect you win by doing these things. But the mentor needs to be in the game with you, like hands on next to you, side by side, like going through it. And that's where I think life coaching comes in because it encompasses all of that instead of just one piece of that. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Jeff. I'm sorry. And and, and be realistic, too. Right. you want to make it to this level, sometimes you have to shovel shit. Right. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. So not just tell you, hey, you're talented. They, of course they're going to hire you. How are you going to respect? You have to, you have to take out the mm-hmm. trash. You have to put mm-hmm. on, you know, put on your uh, overalls. And you have to like, earn the right. We all the started from work. the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to, what was this, what's the song? Started from, from the, the bottom, bottom, now we're here. here. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you have, you, nobody just poof, just like, well, maybe some people, but that's very small percentage. And that doesn't last. No, it, unless they're very brilliant people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm, I'm hearing everything we're talking about and mentor this and coach this and blah, blah, blah. But here's where I run into a problem with a lot of people that, need the coaching, need the mentorship, Um, sometimes even want. But usually with want, they start with the first. It takes, I call the three H's, um, and it takes honesty, humility, and a hunger to grow. And to hunger to do better, honesty to realize you're effing up, and humility to take criticism. If all three components are not there, you will not receive or grow. You will not go anywhere. Some people realize that they need help. They go sit down with their therapist, their coach, their mentor, and then you hit a wall because they have no humility or they have they had the hunger part or maybe they didn't have the honesty aspect, but their friends were kept telling them, you need help, you need help, you need help, and they're just, they don't really believe it, you know. So if all three components aren't there, you're not going to get through. You can keep trying and trying and trying to push them. So I think to protect the, the, the coach, the mentor, not protect, but <clears throat> I think, um, you know, as coaches and mentors, you know, we have this big, big empathic side of us and we want to help people and we... Don't want to give up on people. We never do. But I think we have to, at some point, realize when one of the three H's is not there. Call them out on it. See if they just 
don't recognize it. If they're in denial about missing one of those three things, you got to cut your losses and move on. That's just a side note made me think about something he said made me think about it. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. But you got to work with people. People that are successful have honesty, humility, and a hunger. I think that's a great tool to look at, right? And I think for my experience, um, I've experienced all of those. I think the majority of the time it's the hunger because the hunger pains get you to the point where you seek help, but then something satisfies you where you get knowledge. Well, that's where honesty and, and humility are a big problem. Right. Or sustainability, right? So like, you know, for the hunger piece, I may have a snack that feeds me for a little bit. Like I went and I made an action on it, but keeping up with it, how hungry was I for the goal that I was achieving and how like honest was I with myself on what I was willing to do to achieve that goal. And that's where I think you have to find the right life coach, like Jeff said, that's going to be honest with you. Um, and and there's not going to be that judgment where they could just go in and tell you the truth and give you that criticism like you had shared. Um, but also find out is that re- what you really want and why. And I think that's what creates that sustainability in there is that because sometimes it's just that impulsiveness like you talked about before that gets somebody to want a goal but it's not really what the end goal is in mind it's just hey i saw them over there and they have something Mm -hmm. cool i wanted to i i've just found in personal experience you know um the humility and the honesty aspect is always the hardest part to get people to realize you know because our ego well, there's a couple components to the ego, but, um, you know, there's an aspect of ourselves where we see ourselves in a certain light that not everyone else sees us in. You know, we, we say our, we're looking at ourselves internally, whereas we're not looking at our looking glass self. What does everybody else see? I think if you have the capability to do that, or you're taught to do that, or you're taught to see the importance of that, then you can have the humility aspect and the honesty aspect. So it's just having that mirror put up in front of you and being able to be brave enough to look in the mirror and say, look at what, observe what you're doing that's hindering your yourself from success. And it's just, it's hard for a mentor and a coach to break through the honesty and or humility wall with people. Yeah. So that's great advice for somebody who's looking for a coach is that before you walk in that door, are you ready to be honest with yourself? And you are you ready be. to be humble and, mm-hmm. you know, eat some of that humble pie? Yeah. Just not the you, one from that movie. <laughs> do you want to see yourself in the mirror for real? Do right. you really want to see what we all, what everyone else sees? Right. And so um, was there something you wanted to add? I'm sorry. No, you're good. Okay. Uh, to kind of wrap up this thought, it it's really um, when you bring in a life coach, they are your coach. They are your mentor. They're there to support you in this game of life. And if you are somebody looking for a life coach, it's okay to go in and talk with them first and feel them out mm-hmm. because essentially you're like bringing on somebody to be your friend, but a different kind of friend that, you, that you've had in your life. Because if you're seeking out something different, it's it's on purpose, right? Because you don't have that person in your life right now. Um, and if you're a leader right now and you're wondering, how do I take myself from great to greater for my team? Um, I'm going to read this last quote. Last quote. <laughs> if you're a leader right now and you're looking to take your team from great to greater, it starts with you. So I'm going to read this last quote to you. And it says, coach me and I will learn. Challenge me and I will grow. Believe in me and I will win. 
So I challenge you to do that for your team and watch the turnaround in their behavior, their attitude, and their respect towards you and how in turn that helps them with the clients or guests that they have that's helping run your business. So with that, I think we are done for the day. Please make sure to share with your friends, subscribe, hit like on our podcast or hit us up on Spotify. Let us know what you are doing to coach your team or what you're looking for in a coach or mentor on our Instagram, The Other Side Enterprise. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share. We'll see you next time on The Other Side Enterprise.